One, two, three. Falls, you're very welcome along to the Brian and Kieran Warfield podcast, the ramblings of two Irish balladeers, featuring Brian Warfield of the fierce and mighty Wolf Tones and his son Kieran, that's me, of the band Catalpa and also of the bandwagon bus Dublin's only musical ballad tour on wheels. So sit back, relax, grab a tea, coffee, beer or wine or whatever takes your fancy as we go rambling through life's misty foggy dew, through stories, songs, history, politics, life on the road and just a general bit of crack. Secure until he met the Treadmiller with Fake McHugh aboard. Questions were, Lord Kildare, Fake will do what Fake will dare. Now Prince William have a care, all in his just sorrow. Up with Albert, done with sword, and we go for by the Lord. Fake McHugh has given the word. Follow me up to Carlo. The swords of Glenamal flashing o'er the English pale See all the children of the gale beneath the burrow's banners Brewster of the fighting stock Would you let the Saxon cock crow out upon an Irish frog Fly up and teach him manners Curse and swear, Lord Kildare Fake will do what fake will dare Now it's William have a care Fallen is your star low Up with Albert, done with sword And we go for by the Lord Fake McHugh has given the word Follow me up to Carlo. Fantastic art, the Clonamore flows the stream of sex and gore. Oh, great is Rory O'Gomore for sending loons to heads. For white is sick and grey has fled. And now for black Fitzwilliam's head, we'll send it all but dripping red to Liza and her ladies. Persons were luck and there, fake will do what fake will dare. Now Fitzwilliam have a care, fallen is your star low. Up with Albert, done with sword, and we go for by the law. Hot fake McHugh has given the word. Follow me up to Carlo. And there you go. Follow me up to Carlo, the 12th track of the Wolf Tone album, The Foggy Dew, the debut album. So this is our 12th episode, or 13th if you include the James McLean, and the 14th if you sort of include the drunken one that we had. <laughs> the birthday <the> wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was the best one for me. <laughs> I think both you, me and Seamus enjoyed it immensely. Uh, so follow me up to Carlo. Uh, who sang that? Who's 
Um, who sang that? I think Derek sang that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great song, and uh, you know, it was something that um, that I think I learned at school as well. It was a great song. It was a great historic song, of course. Mm. You know about the the uh, rising of the clans. Yeah, <laughs> the Battle of Glenmalure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great a great success for the Irish. You know, uh, during the hard times of the many invasions that yeah. came across uh, from our good friends across the water in uh, England. So the song itself, it says, and I looked it up, celebrates the defeat of 3,000 English soldiers by Fieck McHugh O'Byrne at the Battle of Glenmalure during the Second Desmond Rebellion in 1580. And the air that the song is, is reputed to have been played as a marching tune during the battle. And the words were put to it by Patrick Joseph McCall, who was an Irish poet. Yep. And it was originally called The Marching Song of Fieke McHugh before it developed into the Follow Me Up to Carlow. Yeah, well, they all had their clan songs, didn't they? O'Burns. And, uh, you know, they, they were the great people of uh, of Wicklow. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm a born myself to my uh, grand, grandmother's uh, family. Um, in fact... Uh, my great grandfather, my grandmother's father, was Tommy Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're part of the Bourne clan as well. So we're proud of that. And the song tells a bit more of the story than just about the battle, because it talks about evictions of uh, yeah, yeah, and other things within the song that you probably don't notice, you know, because you're, when you're singing it. But it was McCarr and his family were evicted by Black Fitzwilliam, who was the Lord Deputy of Ireland. At yeah, the time. yeah. So, uh, quite and then we still have a bloody square called after him, Fitzwilliam Square. I know, yeah. <laughs> and there's so many, well, there's so many streets, and we've spoken about this before. There's so many streets that uh, they should put. I don't mind if they don't want to change them, but they should put a, a plaque up and telling who this uh, um, tyrant was or whoever he was. Uh, that how many people name. he evicted? How many yes, people were yeah, killed? And, and, <laughs> and so we can remember him in a proper and right way. <laughs> Instead of saying, oh, yeah, loot you down there in Fitzwilliam Street, you know nothing about him. And the Lord, Square. the Lord Kildare refers to the Sheriff of Kildare, who would have been whoever the Sheriff was at the time. Yeah. So there you go. Follow me up to Carlo. Great song. I went to college in Carlo, of course, and uh, had two great years <laughs> down there. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Did you learn anything down there? I did, yeah. Yeah. Well, I became an entertainment officer. I got voted in as entertainment officer, so I ran uh, I ran the entertainment part of it for a whole year and yeah, uh, learned uh, how to put together events and stuff like that. So yeah, so I suppose even though I was down there learning construction, but there was not no work in construction at the time anyway. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't, yeah. Didn't really like getting my hands dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, good times. Good and bad times, I suppose, in a way. But uh, look, when you're young, you do loads of silly things. and There you uh, go, and you I pay s- for them later. I certainly <laughs> made plenty, though. Well, I enjoyed making them at the same time, so I'm not going to... Oh, by the way, you were played on RT Radio today, I was told to tell you that. Oh, maybe you? Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, well, happy birthday to the Wolf Tones there. It must be your... <laughs> well, it wasn't RT, it was RT Gold, actually. Oh, so, yeah, Gold, yeah, so yeah. Ed Leahy, or one of those. Yeah, yeah. Well... You came in at the top... 10 of Irish sing-along tunes with On the One Road. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's my claim to fame. 
there you go. <laughs> they won't be playing Celtic Symphony, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and someone else got in con- and this is the power of of talk, like you know, of, of shows like this, you know, where you, people start listening to it. We couldn't remember our, our what's his, Tommy Skelly couldn't remember the name of the band that used to play in um Barry's Hotel before you. And you right. couldn't remember, and someone came on and said it was Napper Tandy. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I still wouldn't remember. <laughs> so many gigs, so many years, yeah. and they all flew by and all mashed into one in the brain. But apparently they were, Napper Tandy were a really, really good band. And yeah, they were, they yeah. Were, was, I think it was two brothers, two brothers in it. Yeah, um, there was a, I don't remember now, but there was... I actually remember them. I remember seeing yeah. them playing along with... Uh, Bernard, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I just, you know, like, uh, there's so many great bands around and great people around, and some of them were serious and some of them were kind of uh, half jobbing, you know yeah. what I mean? So they, they didn't have the interest there yeah. in a professional life. Well, I think to have a professional life, you have to do what you do. You did and that was get out and put posters up, and you really have to dedicate yourself to it. Yeah, you do. It but doesn't, uh, doesn't come. It doesn't come for free, yeah. that's for sure. And uh, Hard work. Yeah, we, we made a decision years and years ago. Tommy was in Guinness as I was a trainee photographer and um, Noel Nagel was uh, uh, working in Am's Jam factory at the time and Derek was a tailor. So we all decided to, to give up the jobs and make a go at it mm. at one stage. It was, on the, uh, it was because our, our manager at the time, um, Corey Janssen, a Norwegian guy, insisted that we give up the dogs the, the jobs he said yeah. you, you can't do two things at yeah. one time he said if you want to you want to succeed in music you got to give up your job and you know i was i think we were playing a gig down in newtown mount kennedy and someone said to me tell your dad i met him one time on a petrol station in a and he used to go around in the back of this big station wagon with two big dogs in it and a big blondie-haired fella. And <laughs> that's right, that's him, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, actually, no, the fella worked in, in the petrol. There wasn't two big dogs, there was only one big oh, dog. Only that was, a, yeah. over time it became And a wee one. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a, an Irish wolfhound yeah. uh, uh, called Topper. And there was, um, no, uh, yeah, something. Oh, no, the, and the young... There was a young, uh, what do they call them, curly dogs? Um, curly you know, dog. Poodle. <laughs> <laughs> there was a young poodle, and that was called Curl Top. Right. Yeah, so they, they were the two dogs, and uh, the the big wolfhound was owned by um, our manager, Corey Janssen, and the little Curl Top guy was owned by his wife. Yeah. So she carried them around in her arms. She was a lovely lady. Was it a big yellow Mercedes or something? Cream Mercedes? No, he had an Opel. Um, an Opel. Um, I became a Mercedes over time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this now, guy. This guy had a good few jars, and actually, he was, he was a good cracker. But he he remembered some. But that's how that's yeah. how things got squashed up, isn't yeah, it? Like yeah. you, you know, it was an Opel. Um, you know, Opel station station wagon. Yeah. So it was big. It was, Probably a cadet. Yeah, yeah, it was big. A cadet yeah. or one of those. No, it was, it was bigger, bigger than, than the cassette. Than Opel, whatever the yeah. top of the range was. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But people have been also admiring your memory, your recall of memory and of things and of facts and figures and stuff like that. So you've been getting a very, uh, very um, good kudos on that and on how much you can remember. 
Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, tr- you know, I don't, I don't try to remember. They just come in, but you don't remember everything. And um, you know, I suppose after all the years, people get selective about their memory and only remember certain things. But you know, the I found that when I wrote the book, that um, a lot of the stuff came back and. You know, you could figure it out and you had more time to think about it. So it was a great exercise in remembering my whole life. Yeah. And uh, I was, I'm very glad I did it. And uh, it's been very successful, of course. And uh, it's still available. I ordered an extra 200 and um, uh, the the first lot of 2000 went and I ordered an extra 200. And uh, so they're still available for anybody who wants them. But uh, it's a great story, I, I think, and uh, it's a very great, good read because it's, yeah. it is, as it says, it's a ramble through your your lifetime your, your and you know. the Wolf Tones lifetime, and it's uh, and it's a very honest writing, I think, you know, and yeah. I'm not just saying that just because I'm your son, but because it is a very honest account of of, of the life, of, yeah, 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 of the life, yeah. But and uh, it also goes into a lot of Irish history as well, which you know yeah, is, is yeah. quite informative. You know, just, well, we went. When you think about it, we went through. Um, you know, our life spread across the troubles in Ireland, and I think we saw them all firsthand. And uh, it was um, something that I recorded both in song mm. and in memory and in the book. Mm. And uh, are we allowed to talk about your good news this week, or is that? Uh... Yeah, well, I did have good news. I, I went to. Um, I went to this uh, professor in uh, the matter, um, Timothy Lynch, and he was a very interesting guy. But uh, I was waiting for a year to get a brain scan. And uh, the the brain scan um, kind of looks at the Parkinson's and see how, you know, how how bad or how good or progressive or whatever. And um, when he... I got the brain scan last week and I got the results uh, last Wednesday and I went in to see him and uh, he said, um, according to this, he said, you don't have Parkinson's. Mm. Oh, I said, that's great. Yeah, fantastic news. But uh, he said, um, you do have something though. He said, uh, it's a, it's called an ET essential tremors. tremors. Mm. And it's a, an uncontrollable condition where you, you, you shake, your hands shake and you can't lift up things and you spill, you drink if you're trying to lift it up and all that. But he said, the good news, there is a cure. <laughs> but he says it's kind of evasive. Um, what they do is they, they drill a, a hole in your skull. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, they only use the best of tools now. He says, Black & Decker or DeWalt. Well, I definitely put the DeWalt before Black & Decker. <laughs> Well, he has said, yeah, we drill a hole and uh, he said uh, we insert a, a little stimulator into the part of the brain that's affecting your your movements. And where did he get that, Nan Summers? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have one for the, 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 for the little Vicky. <laughs> anyhow, uh, they... Uh, yeah, they put this thing into your brain anyhow, and, and it's, it controls. You actually have a switch with it. Yeah. And I did see it on the internet. Uh, I've some, seen it too, yeah. I've yeah, seen yeah. It. It's amazing that how it works, that it stimulates the brain to stop the to stop all the shaking and shivering and all that kind of thing. So 
he just said to me, he said, look, you know, that that's one way he said you can get out of it. He said if it's affecting your life or your music or any way, you can get out of it by having this operation. And uh, he said, otherwise, there is a series of drugs uh, that can be taken to stop the tremor. But he said that there was lots and lots of side effects to these, as there is to every bloody yeah, drug. Yeah. So uh, he said, I'm going to leave it with you. So he said he'd write, he'd write to me and explain the ins and outs of, uh, of, of the options that I have to discuss it with the family, discuss it with my friends, and, um, and then come to a decision. And whatever decision I come to, he, he would respect it and uh, he would go through and follow through with it. Yeah. So... I haven't made a decision yet. I think like putting yeah. something or messing around with the brain is a kind of something that everybody would be scared of yeah. in a way. But uh, I, I look at the options and ins and outs of the options and uh, I hope to speak maybe with somebody that has gone through the operation. Yeah. Like if there's anybody out there that has gone through it uh, uh, either medically or through drugs um, and would like to give you a call. Um yeah. I'd be delighted to hear from you. And uh, yeah, it'd be super duper to talk to somebody that already went through that situation. Yeah. Um, am I going to go through with it? I don't know mm. um, at this point, but uh, I am thinking about it. I know there was a piece in The Sun this week about it. And, um, you know, uh, what uh, Ken Stewart, who wrote a piece, said to me, he said, look, or Ken uh, Sweeney, I mean, he said, look, you know, you're 75, you know, child forever. But he said, you know, it's probably, you know, a bit old to be going through all that stuff. Mm. So there's that point as well to be considered. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah. But the other side, like, you don't know how long you could have another 15, 20 years of your life, you know. Yeah, but... You could get (laughs) some some sort of normality back, you know. Yeah, well, I get... He he said it's, you know, it's very successful and... Um, I would probably get, you know, get rid of all that shaking and everything else like that. He said, you'd be probably able to play the harp again. I said, I'd be a bit rusty. I haven't played <laughs> yeah. it for a while. But he said, you know, he said, you, you will you will get back to normal. It will be good in that, that way. But um, so there's big things to think about, Definitely, you know, yeah. and uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, so if anybody out there has a... Had anyone go through that or has any information or has been through it uh, and would like to chat? I'd like, yeah, yeah, I'd like to chat to yeah. somebody that had it. You, you know. can contact us on the Facebook page or on the Rambling Irish at, what are we at? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Outlook.ie, I think it is. Uh, but it'll be on the Facebook page anyway or the the Instagram. Um. So that'd be great, yeah. We'd be delighted. To well, hear yeah, it. but yeah. It's like back to normal, uh, more or less. I mean, it's a switch on, switch off operation. You, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not. It's not like it, there's a permanent thing in your brain. The battery, the battery lasts five years. You have to get that changed mm-hmm. every five years. So they have to go in and say to Duracell or <laughs> every five. One out of town shop. <laughs> they don't have to drill you open, do they? For it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they to replace the battery, do they? No, I, I don't. Or they I, just put a metal. Probably just put a. Metal, well, he, the um, way you put, put it is, you, there's a thing inserted into your brain, yeah. and um, it goes. They run a wire from it down 
uh, behind your ear, yeah, down your neck, yeah, and into your chest, yeah. So I imagine that uh, the, the batteries, the batteries are at the chest then, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, but it's amazing what you can do nowadays, yeah. you know. Like, but I do remember yeah, seeing yeah. that. I remember yeah, yeah. seeing that, and I remember the gentleman that was and the control. That he went from being like, like yours is not even a. Fifty percent as bad as, bad yeah, as his yeah, was. Yeah. Like you know, he really was shaken. Like you yeah, know, yeah. like very noticeable. Well, he did say it would get. You know, if I didn't attend, it would get worse. Yeah, and uh, he said it could get into your head. You know, your head could be shaken, yeah. and your arms could be shaken, your hands shaken. But he said, "Look, you know, up to you." Yeah, yeah, a big decision for you. All right. Anyway, look at a huge decision. Get yeah, all the information, and then you can make it properly. Yeah. Yeah. So, second vaccine. When are we due? I'm due this week, I believe, right. for the second one. Yeah, and uh, I'm delighted to be, you know, on the way to getting, you know, freedom. getting freedom and normality again. Um, I don't know how much freedom it gives to. Um, well, Tony Holland said that everyone that's got after their two weeks or three weeks or whatever it is that you have to allow before. Before it kicks in kicks properly, in, yeah, yeah. to go and enjoy themselves, do what you weren't doing before. Oh yeah. well, that's great, yeah, great. Yeah, I don't well. think you can travel, but to abroad yet. Yeah, well, I think I'd, that's coming. Yeah, well, know. I'd like to get it I'd, at least Spain or somewhere. Just get a bit of sunshine. I missed, I missed going away like last last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, since last March, we've been locked up more yeah. or less. You know. Well, it's all looking a lot better. Like I, I had a. An email from the lads in the in the Republic of Ireland supporters clubs, and they are organising a trip to Portugal, which is the end of August. Well, you know, I'm yeah. worried about getting to Azerbaijan, which is in October. Yeah. So they're looking at is it August or September? I think it's leaving the end of August, and the game is actually first or yeah. But I suppose have everybody, um, are eighty percent of, of adults um, vaccinated by the end of August. I'm sure they'll come up with a passport or something saying that you've been vaccinated. You yeah. know. Well, so it has to get back to some sort of travelling, like, you know, otherwise. Yeah. Like, I, I'm hoping now... That it must be terrible now for the airlines at the moment, you know, they can't... Uh, the amount of people that are gone bust. Is yeah, like, yeah. I don't think we are hearing or seeing half of it, like, you know. No, we, and, and when, you know, at the end, when when people have, have to analyse what we went through and money lost and jobs lost and everything else like that. It's a, just a catastrophe for everybody. Mm. And, uh, you know, we've been hit, everybody's been hit, but airlines particularly yeah. have been badly hit because, like, uh, you know, I, I don't know, an airline pilot now could be, you know what I mean? Yeah. When will you get back to work? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, well, there's... You know, so many other, you know, that would be less well off than the airline pilots before. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. You, you need the money. You'd be, like, if you have a, a pilot or somebody that was earning money, they have a mortgage. They oh, have of course, a, well, yeah, in terms yeah. of, but, but And it's relative to the yeah, wage, you know, yeah. mostly, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's tough times for them and many other people who worked in the airline business, hostesses, yeah. Yeah. you know, the baggage handlers, the... Um, the airport staff, security, you know, just it's hitting so many people yeah. right across the way. You're what, yeah, you, you can't help but feel sorry for people who have been knocked out by this. Yeah. And uh, what else is I going to say? I was going to say um, today, the 105th anniversary of the Padraig Pierce 
Thomas McDonough and Thomas Clark were uh, they're sh- shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they were the first to go, and um, you know, it was a, uh, of course, like uh, Pierce, I think, seen it as uh, an acceptable. Yeah, well, uh, he he always believed that he was. Yeah, going yeah, to, yeah, yeah, acceptable. To die for Ireland. Yeah, yeah, to die for mm-hmm. Ireland. He would have preferred it, uh, McDonough, of course, um, or McDermott. Um, and uh, funny enough, as we talk about that, um, um, the Professor Lynch, Timothy Lynch, was telling me that his grandfather mm. uh, fought with uh, McDermott uh, in the Easter Rising of 1916. And uh, he, he, he uh, burrowed his way through Moore Street and all that and was mm. taken away. He ended up in prison in Frankok. Yeah. And uh, have you ever been there in Frankok? Pardon? Have you ever been over to Frankok? Yeah, it's not there. <laughs> is it not? No. But there's. I seen something on Facebook there where there is a a something there. Remains of something. Yeah. We we went down to see where we're turning Wales. Yeah. Because Tommy Burns' uh, grandfather was there. Yeah. And uh, we were told, "Ah, oh, there's nothing to see there. It's only a field." You know that's. Yeah. Uh, I think they've put something there now. There might be a yeah. plaque or something. No, no, I think there's a mu- like some sort of museum there. Oh, now. is there? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. that yeah. wasn't there when we were around, but maybe they did it for the nineteen the the, the hundred anniversary. Not sure now, but I definitely yeah, seen something. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not far outside of Anglesey, is it? Um, I can't remember. We yeah. were on tour in Wales. There, we were all around Carnarvon and all yeah. that. Uh, it wasn't too far now. You know, Wales isn't that very no, big, but no, the roads but the are, are shite. <laughs> the roads are terrible. Yeah. Like, the, I'd have to say it's the most neglected part of uh, what they call the United Kingdom. Uh, some parts of the upper. It's and beautiful. The highlands and Scotland. It's beautiful, but the same. Yeah, but it's beautiful, but the neglected roadways and uh, you know when I went into some of the towns there they didn't even have um, have have uh, um, for for your phone yeah we couldn't get on the phones there's no signal for yeah. the phones I mean even the tra- even the railways system is not as good as you know you you go into when you go into Wales it's like going into a tour yeah well you see some of the rail. It's, it's like everything comes out of England yeah and back to England yeah. and uh, Wales is not uh is not uh, north south uh, friendly in, uh, for traveling. Like mm. if you go north or you go south, look at the N seven or the N seven when you go over to uh, over to Holyhead and you want to go to London. It's, it's a terrible road altogether. Yeah. You know, it's antique. Yeah. Well, it's not as bad as it used to be. It's yeah. I remember it used Jesus. to take us geez, seven hours <laughs> to get to London. Yeah. You know? I remember one time I could, I was coming back from Belgium and uh, I was driving and. We got held up. It was it was traffic crash or something, and I ended up having to stay. I took a wrong turn then, coming out of <laughs> up by Wolverhampton, up around there, up Birmingham, and I ended up going in the other road into Wales. Yeah, yeah. And Jeannie Mac, I, <laughs> I was there. It was like running a gauntlet going over the hills there, and eventually I we knew we weren't going to make the ferry, so I just pulled into a like wouldn't even say call it a hotel that would be. Uh, I guess a stretch, a stretch of the imagination. Yeah, we'll never forget getting into the bed, and once you when you got into the bed, the bed just rolled into the middle. Of the mattress was like a bee. <laughs> it swallowed you up. Yeah. Uh, did you watch? I've, the been, Cel- I've been in many of them places. Yeah. I can tell you. Did you watch the Celtic game yesterday? I didn't get to watch it. No. Um, Lucky you. We uh, we were good for me, uh, but uh, I took the grandkids down to. Um, uh, 
for a swim out to the seaside and uh, and uh, brought them to uh, mini golf. They were open and uh, so they had a good time and um, my uh, football had to take second place. <laughs> you did yourself a favour, let me tell you. <laughs> it was awful. Awful. 4-1. But we had a good time with the kids anyhow. Mm. <laughs> so that's now, sadly, this season we've lost 4-1. 2-0 in the cup, 1-0, 2-0, and 2-1, and drew 1-1. So it's the f- first time since, I think, 2009 that... Uh, terrible results, uh, aren't they? I terrible. mean, it's like... Well, it's the last time we beat them was the time, remember, we were in for the All-Ireland final against Kerry, and we were in that pub around the corner from the confession box. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. that, and we met Pierce Warfield, remember... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, we went around to the. I can't think of the name of yeah, it. Yeah, nor me. Mars, um, is it Mars? Mars. Flying big pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last time. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, actually, in the league, they beat them in the cup because I was at that game in the league cup. Yeah, yeah. One 0 which we probably stole that game, but uh, still, mm. we still partied hard. Anyway. Well, anyhow, I'm very disappointed at the at the the downturn that it is. Yeah. Um, A big changes hopefully this season yeah, yeah. or next season, and hopefully they get a new manager in soon because. Well, they need to spend a bit of money then. They, you know, they they want to get that'll come as well because, you know, new manager will have his demands of wanting to bring in yeah. new players and stuff like that. And I think that's probably what's delaying the the fact that the uh, board the board should be yeah. dipping into their pockets. Well, now. it's important. This going. This is a big, you know, it's got the big. Uh, it's a big decision. And uh, the episode from Tommy Skelly went down very well. So it was nice to have a. Yeah, a guest on board. It was good, good hearing the two of you interact, and I enjoyed it. I think a lot of people out there uh, sent good uh, feedback back on on us, you know. And yeah, well, Tommy's a great character, and uh, as a, as we said last week, we're we know one another since we were kids. Yeah, and uh, great character, great guy, and you know he was loved by all. Yeah, it still is, still is, and it's great. He goes over to Celtic like. Every, every home game he never misses a game yeah, you know, yeah. it's that he has the time <laughs> <laughs> but he does an endurance like he does the endurance bus ride over all right with, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. Nave Parrick I've done that a few times yeah like, it's you definitely need to it's an right there to be a better option <laughs> an endurance test um, and next week we have uh, Tommy Breen the great Tommy Breen from Baru uh, yeah, coming yeah. to do an interview with us so I know Tommy uh, well as a uh, long time and uh I knew him when he was in Peru there. They used to play down the Wexford Inn as yeah. well. He used to play downstairs at the time and we were upstairs in the, yeah. in the lounge. But uh, they were a great band. And yeah. uh, Tommy, I think, um, he went to um, Canaries then and he had a pub in the Canaries for a while. I met him down there a couple of times as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Tommy's always a likeable, very likeable guy. Um, a great musician and... Uh, you know, just just so many great people in this this country, great groups, yeah. great. But they don't get an opportunity. Arklow seem to have a lot to, of uh, very to move ta- on. around that area. Arklow, Court Town, yeah, Gorey, yeah, yeah. a lot of great musicians. Yeah. Well, my my grandfather born, a great grandfather born. He had a fishing trawler down there mm. in Arklow, and he two in Sandy Mound. So he three three fishing trawlers back in the, going back to the. Yeah, you bragged about that before, Dad. 80s, like, you know, 60s, we, yeah. Well, well <laughs> enough I do, of bragger. 
I'm very proud of him, you know, yeah, in fact, course, and yeah. the, the fact that slang. he that he was a great, uh, successful fisherman, you yeah. know, in them days. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, Baru had a they had a, a, a top ten, I think, or maybe was it just outside the top ten with Fremantle Bay, which is a song I love. Uh, yeah, do, do you yeah. know the song? I don't know the no, song. It's no, a great song. Oh, oh. Sort of song about transportation over to um, Fremantle. Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But a really, really good song. So the Fenians and all that, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I actually, I played a sort of, no, I wouldn't call it a chip, but we, myself and Tommy's brother, John, who's another great musician. Yeah. Uh, we played at an old folks home there at Christmas. We used to do old folks homes around uh, around uh, Arklow, Wicklow area. F- really, with, yeah. With Steve yeah. Collins. Remember, Steve used to play mandolin. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, two lovely people. Excellent. I, I haven't really had a chance to sit down and talk with Tommy, so I'm looking forward to meeting him. But the one thing we won't be allowed to do is go over the 40 minutes that uh, Tommy <laughs> Skelly did. <laughs> Tommy Skelly. <laughs> well, Tommy, of course, would talk for Ireland, wouldn't he? Well, I, was, I was messaging Tommy Breen, and he says, you think Tommy Skelly could talk? us?" <laughs> I said, well, we've only got the 40 minutes because we don't have the professional uh, Zoom package. So yeah, yeah. To have the professional, you can know you can do as long as you, you want. You can go on, yeah. on and on. Yeah, You're limited yeah, to forty yeah. minutes, which is probably good because our show is only meant to be fifty minutes long. So, so. Uh, yeah, well, you know that's we we'll see next week, but we look forward to it, and uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy the crack. Uh, whatever's going to come out, we never we never plan what's going to come out because if you do. You know, it's too it's too organised and it doesn't sound like crack or fun. Yeah, and that's what we have here every every Monday or Tuesday, whatever. But the other side of it is that you have to come up with stuff that you, if you're running out of stuff to talk, what am I going to say next? <laughs> ah, not at all. You should you, you could talk for Ireland too. You could go into everything. It's much better when we have pints on the stand. Seamus and all the talking that day, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's terrible times, but I have to say that um, I'm hopeful that uh, we will open up and uh, people keep asking. I get emails constantly about, you know, tickets that people have bought for shows. And, uh, you know, we've been postponing them since last Easter and putting them on to, you know, we put them Easter, then August, then October, then November, then, then you know, so... They keep putting them back, but hopefully that we can plan for October, November. Now, I know uh, Fela hoped to go ahead with uh, with the Fela in August, and we were booked there for August the 15th, uh, which is the last show of the of the uh, Fela. So, yeah, we whether that will go ahead or not, it's up to, you know, the, the authorities in... in uh, in the north of Ireland, as to whether it'd be safe mm. uh, to go ahead with that, because I don't know whether the whole country uh, will be out of lockdown at that stage. We hope they would be, but I hardly think they'd open up unless, you know, because a lot of people were traveling over from Dublin, from Cork, from, yeah. you know, from everywhere to be there at that, uh, which is. 12,000 people as well last time, wasn't it? 12,000, 12, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they came from all over, and, you know, they came from England and. America, Europe, everywhere. Yeah. There's an amazing amount of people, and uh, well, it was a great occasion. I have to say, oh, I, I, I went yeah. up that night and I just was 
Now I'd been I'd been up at a good few failures with you, like you know, but this one just was unreal. Like you know, the atmosphere. It was a great night. You know, the yeah, the, the weather and all. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 DM. We, we we have uh, we have it on video, and uh, you can get it through Vimeo. Um, we have put all we've put all our um, all our uh, shows up on Vimeo, so anybody can you can either rent it or buy it, and uh, you buy it forever and ever, or you can rent it for a month if you want to. Mm. But uh, you know that's the way things have gone. Like uh, you know DVDs don't people don't bother with them anymore. They go. Yeah. They go on to streaming, and so we had to um, we had to update ourselves a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Get onto Vimeo, and uh, that's where they all are now. There's, I think, there's about thirteen or fourteen different uh, shows up there. So I think you'll enjoy it uh, if you want to get that. And uh, it's not too unreasonable. I think it's about twenty quid mm. to buy to, to buy the whole, buy a stream or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, some of them have a package of two, some of them have a package of one. Yeah. You know, they were long, maybe two hours, you know, yeah. more. Yeah, because you guys put on a phenomenal show, lent a show, yeah. like, for, for, for trio lads, like, you know. Like, trio lads, they're getting up on stage, and my God, they go forever. Two and a half hours is, is a savage show, like, you know. There's very few bands now doing two and a half hours. I, I went to see a band there in the Olympia. It was 60 euros in. Now, it wasn't my choice, it was Katrina's choice, and they were calling it Tenniel Raycliffe and the Night Sweats. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know you've never heard them, but he had this f- one song, Wonder, you know, and yeah. I went along. It was probably the worst concert I was ever at, and I actually, it was about 40 minutes long because I think that's all the songs they had, yeah. and I was never so happy to leave, <laughs> leave again. Thanks, Peter God. Like, the lights came on, I was like, oh, we can go to the bar. That's, <laughs> I thought it was half time, like, you know, and it was like, everybody was leaving. I was like, everyone's taking their seats. Like, that ain't great. Happy days. Yeah, so, well, we, we go, we go normally about two and a half hours and, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, for old guys and all there, we go through the two and a half hours without taking a pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, when you do it, cause I remember you, there used to be different times in a show where you, you could go for your break. Or, yeah, that's or, right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It used to be, yeah. Whenever when you do, you were doing James Connolly. Nolan the Derrick poem, yeah. would, would, would head off <laughs> after we break and then we go through the whole night without the pee but it is like the doctor was saying there when I went in and we said uh, how's the water works and all I said no problem I said I can do two and a half hours on stage and without worrying about it with about five pints beforehand <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like a camel yeah yeah but uh, yeah so it's all good yeah, because uh, someone said it was definitely, uh, uh, I think it was Lee McDonald, who's from Newry, he had said to me, oh, the fail is on this year. And I said, why? No, I wouldn't be 100% sure on that, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I said, no, no, it's definitely on. I said, look. Well, they, I, they're I, I advertising it and yeah. uh, they just didn't, um, they, they haven't advertised their groups, mm. you know, as yet, because uh, I think. They're waiting on. They're waiting more. on the go ahead, because like, if you're going to book uh, a big band. Mm. For uh, next August, like not like the Wolf Tones. Wolf Tones are easy to work with, but we're looking for money up front. Yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, and they they get hefty bloody uh, fees. You know what I mean? When they bring in big bands, and even these big, what do you call them, DJs? The, yeah. You know that uh, they get up there. They're all big, big money. Yeah. You know, because they've had some good uh, 
bands up there. Oh yeah, like, you know, they've, they've had fabulous. They had UB40 band. up there, didn't they? You 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 interacted with UB40. Was that Ali Campbell? Is he related to Campbell? That you? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, funny enough, yeah, he is um, to In Campbell and the In group, Campbell, yeah, 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 In Campbell yeah. folk group, yeah. In Campbell folk group had a had a folk club in Birmingham, and we played it some many many years ago in the sixties. And uh, we recorded uh, Ian Campbell's song, The Sun is Burning, which is a great song, I think. It was about the, you know, we had all those nuclear tests, band the bomb and all the rest of it back then. We were all very uh, involved in uh, nuclear disarmament. Mm. And uh, he had wrote, writ- written this song that I thought was a great song. Yeah, and, uh, it is a great song. The yeah. Sun is Burning in the Sky. So we recorded that, and we did we did a very pretty good version now on harmonies and all that. Um, and uh, you might be able to play it at the end of the show or yeah, whatever. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was hoping uh, I was hoping I might get a Catalpa song in, but seeing as you put that in, <laughs> <laughs> you can always make room for me. Why not? Ah, no, no, yeah. no. Why not? There's plenty of people don't want to listen to bullshit all the time. But the, in seriousness, um, it wasn't on any of your albums, was it? Yes, it was. Yeah, was it? yeah. I don't see it there. Yeah, I think it was on the rights of man. I'm not sure. No, no, no. Um, definitely on one of the albums. Would have been on one of the albums that was from Dolphin Records. You know, I don't know. No, I don't know. But I, I, yeah. I definitely I thought it was on one of the one of the albums. I remember doing yeah. it. All right. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, yeah, it was a great song, and uh, and uh, when we met uh, Ian Campbell there, and his, and his uh, wife was part of the band as well. It was on the rifles of the IRA, nineteen seventy Dolphin Records. Yeah. There well, well. Anyhow, uh, later on, uh, I was contacted by um, Alex Campbell, and Alex um, Alex said to me. Um, uh, he wanted to contact me. He left word at the Birmingham Irish Centre, and he he called me later. He said, um, "I'm down in the Caribbean here. You know the way he liked he played that kind of uh, what do you call that music? Um, calypso, not calypso. Um, some other reggae, 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 <laughs> reggae. That's a reggae. And uh, yeah, he said, uh, "I'm down here. Again. I have a studio down here in Jamaica, man." And he said, "Would you come down?" Would you come down and uh, do a couple of things? And uh, I said, <laughs> how could I? I mean, it's like hop on a plane, go down to, you know, I wasn't in that kind of a, that kind of a group where I was like a superstar or anything like that, where I could have plans to go down to Jamaica and sing a couple of songs and record a couple of songs. I would have loved to do it. But having, having the money and the time to do that would have been impossible for me because we worked... We worked right through the summer and all that, and uh, we took f- very little time off um, back then. So I reckon uh, I would have loved to do it, but I would have, you know, would have never been able to, you know, to fit the time in. Yeah. So we never got that hit. But but you did meet Ali Campbell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Who was UB40. And yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. A great he, band. We have a photograph together, I think, at uh, at, the, at the hotel up in Belfast after the failure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we had a we had a, a I don't know whether it was a coffee or a drink, but it was something. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Very good. And the most famous person you ever met, we had this discussion a while back and I was blown away and it was down in Carlton, Carton House where where um, Jerry Murray plays golf where we go. Oh yeah, Carton House, yeah. Yeah, the story behind that with the famous movie star, Rock Hudson. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, back back in the back in the seventies, I think it was mid seventies thereabouts, um, they were making a movie down there called Blue Max. Oh, I remember that's a great movie. Yeah, I only watched that about funny enough about six weeks ago or yeah. seven weeks ago. A friend of mine put it up uh, from Arklow Frank, and he put it up, and I said I have to watch that movie again with George Peppard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that was the movie. I'm not yeah. saying it was a. Uh, What's her name? Mary Poppins in it. Julie Andrews. God. They were making some movie down yeah. there. I, I can't remember the movie. It might have been. No, it, it, the Blue Max was definitely filmed down there. Yeah, yeah, there. I know it was yeah, done down yeah. there. Because it was filmed in, out of um, the airfield down there. They had yeah, all the, yeah. Down in Selbridge. What's the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, anyhow, uh, it was Julie Andrews' birthday. Mm. And um, they they got. Uh, they wanted to surprise her with a, a load of Irish folk musicians uh, having a party and, uh, you know, uh, singing happy birthday to her and all that kind of stuff. The hills are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hills are alive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she was um, Bertie, beautiful, lovely lady. Now, I have to say, a really nice. And her husband, he was a producer or whatever. Mm. Oh, yeah, he was producing the show. I think he made uh, Blue Max all right. I yeah, think that was yeah. the connection. Yeah. But anyhow, there was Rock Hudson. There was all these guys uh, over there. And, uh, you know, um, so we had a great party, a great hoolie. And then um, Rock Hudson said, any of you ever seen around the house? No, I don't know. We haven't. No, no. He says, come on, I'll show you around. So he showed us around the house. He knew all about it. He Obviously, they were staying there for a couple of weeks before they met us yeah, and all that. Yeah. So he had to learn the history and all that. Lovely man, I have to say, fabulous yeah. guy. Yeah. And uh, he was very, very friendly and all that. It took us around the place, explained a lot about it. A little bit we would have known, but a lot we didn't know. And they explained about the furniture and all the rest of it down there. So... Yeah, then we went back and we had drinks and just general talk among uh, the great uh, people that were there. They were all yeah. film stars and Are you starstruck? producers. I was never starstruck. You know? <laughs> it just uh, uh-huh. it seemed like ordinary people to me, and they were. Yeah, they were very ordinary, very nice people. Yeah. Uh, Julie might have been a little bit stuck up now. She was like a very grand British accent yeah. and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, apart from that, like, they were all very, very nice people. Yeah. How, you couldn't say a word bad about them, yeah. you know. And the only thing wrong, we brought the girls, <laughs> we brought the girls along to, uh, we thought we could bring them with us, you know, yeah. and, to, you know, for the party and all that, yeah. we were going to a party. And uh, no, they weren't allowed. Right. So we had met in the, I think it was in the Burlington Hotel. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, we had to leave them behind and they were very shook about it, you know. They were, yeah. uh, they were all kind of built up, put on their best dresses yeah. and <laughs> gooners and they yeah. were all done up to the nines. But uh, the, 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 the guy that was running the thing said, no, we can't do that. Cinderella couldn't go to the yeah. ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all, so they were very upset about it. So they had to stay there 
we went back and collected them about one o'clock in the morning. They were all locked there. Oh, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Good job they didn't go. <laughs> Built up a nice barbell for you. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a great movie. Like, uh, what I didn't realise, and will never be done again, and you'll never see it again, is all the air scenes, gunfights, or the, the dog fights, as they call them, and the bit where they go under the bridge, they, yeah, they were yeah. all filmed live. Like, you know, you know, now you'll only get the, what you call it, all yeah. animated, or what do they call it now? You get drones or something like that, probably. Well, no, not drones. They do the under, you know, with technology, computer, now, but oh, every every technology. every scene that was done that, in that was filmed live from another like, plane, like you know, man, or yeah. a helicopter, you know. Yeah. And some of the some of the scenes were very risky, like you know, where they yeah. went under that bridge and they had this these posts laid out for for getting under the bridge, you know, and getting it right so that they was they had they had to be dead on that. There was an element of danger. Yeah. Oh, a huge element of danger, yeah. and they were genuine World War One planes. You know, yeah, Bar, yeah. I think they had five planes that they got built over in France, especially for it. Yeah, and the rest... Well, the amount of money must have gone into that. Huge money. Yeah. So you'll never, ever see that again because... And that's what makes that film so special and the fact yeah. it was filmed in Ireland. Well, they gave well. us a party then. <laughs> <laughs> we got some nice... They had everything there. Everything yeah. you could wish for, but... Uh, yeah, you had to take it easy. You didn't want to make a show of yourself, so you sipped yeah. your Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't get starstruck either. I just treat other people as other they're, people, they're you know, no matter... People, like, yeah. I remember the time that I played for the Celtic Legends down in, in Dundalk against the Dundalk Legends. You know, the, you, yeah, you, you paid yeah. to play on the team and Katrina got it for a present for me. And I think it was, I think she only paid 300 quid or something like that. Yeah. But that... Uh, had two of us for the dinner afterwards. We had lunch in the Crown Plaza. We met the team before going down to um, down to the stadium in, in Dundalk. And uh, then obviously got the game. Oh, yeah. Free drink then in the bar in the, in the stadium after. Yeah. And shipped out to the Crown Plaza. Free drink out there. And then the players sat at the table, like, you know, at each table. Yeah. And then the players just... Did they rotate? Like, they weren't at a top table. They were just sitting down with people just having to crack with yeah, us. Like, we had a great crack with Tommy Boyd. That was, Boyd and that was yeah. brilliant. Because it was all people that I would have grown up, like, in, from the yeah. 19, 1988, 89, 90 team, like Pierre Van Huyden, Reggie Blinker. Yeah. All these people. Joe Miller, you know. So it was great because the boots that I was wearing, I had to, that the stadium up in Dundalk is uh, all weather. So I had to buy a pair of all weather runners, you know, yeah, yeah. boots. And I bought them and I got... Uh, Joe Miller and Pierre Van Huydung to sign the one boot because both of them had scored winning goals. Joe Miller in 88 and uh, Pierre in 1995. So Very wonderful. And that, that was well run then, wasn't it? It was yeah. brilliant. It was yeah. absolutely brilliant. And I have to say, just for the for the money that, like for 300 quid, like, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a steal. Like I got a signed, you know, it's a unique jersey with, yeah. with Celtic Legends 11 written on it you know yeah. and I got it fully signed by the, everyone that played that day including the other lads that were so it's a great memento like yeah. you'll never yeah. get that again like you know so yeah. brilliant so uh, it was a great day I really enjoyed it but I didn't get starstruck I was just chatting them having to crack like you know it's that's the thing yeah, they, they, most people are ordinary you know like just ordinary folks like ourselves and done very well and made success and uh, you know good luck to them and uh there, but for fortune go you or I. Yeah. Although I was a bit starstruck when I met Jimmy Johnson. And yeah. <laughs> but uh, he he soon put that to bed, like you know, he just <laughs> he was just. Uh, Jimmy Johnson's the most ordinary guy. Yeah. He never never had any. 
any uh, illusions about himself. He was a real, real nice down to earth guy. Oh, yeah. But they, uh, when you think a lot of a guy, I suppose you, you know you, you you intimidated a bit maybe at times, you know. But once you get to meet him, you find they're normal. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice guys. Right, we're at fifty-two minutes, Dad. So we'll yeah, play yeah. with. Uh, what did you say? Oh, the sun is burning. Sun is burning. Sun is burning. Yeah, yeah. 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 Great oh, song. Okay, so great memory. Yeah, and next uh, week, actually, I was looking at a, a movie there this afternoon on RT, uh, Empire of the Sun. Have you ever seen a Steven Spielberg movie? No, no. It's about when the Japanese take over uh, Shanghai in in China just in World War Two. Yeah. But then that is the atomic bomb and. Yeah, yeah. The, the young sees the bomb going off, but he thought it was someone was dying at the same time. He thought it was their spirit going up to the sky. It was actually a really yeah. good movie. I was yeah. actually surprised that uh, there was no Oscars won for it. Yeah. Um, because yeah. really, the young was brilliant in it. Anyway, so we play it with The Sun is Burning. We're back next week with, um, I was going to say Tommy Skelly, Tommy Breen. Tommy Breen. <laughs> and uh, we've uh, hopefully a list of other people to get through. Uh, and yeah. we'll do it every second week. I think we'll take people on board. Yeah, I think we have um, Dave Brown from Picture House coming up too as well. And that's for the people who is he's not uh, anything to do with uh, the ballad scene or anything like that. But he's been a great uh, a great uh, singer in a pop group, we might yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, it will be Picture pop group, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well known and some, well, great, and some great catchy tunes that still yeah. Yeah. stand the test of time on radio today. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I look forward to that. Uh, he's a nice lad and he's he's good crack. And uh, so we'll sign off with The Sun is Burning. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tell all your friends because we love free advertisement. We don't like paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell all your friends and family and uh, give yeah, us a tell like. Tell them all about it. The more the merrier, you know, because like if uh, lots of people listen to it. Uh, are we in the charts? Uh, are we in the charts? I don't know. We got a thing from... from um, from Apple, so iTunes, saying yeah. that we were in the Belgian charts and we were, uh, we were, I can't remember what number, yeah. 32. Well, we're in the charts. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least somebody's listening. In Belgium, we have a good few listeners in Belgium, in fairness, and, and not just one location, all over Belgium. Well, that's marvellous, uh, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just pass on the word, or even better, give us a review on Facebook, you know, so uh, let us know how we're doing or how you think we could improve if you think we can improve it and uh, we're always open to that uh, or if you have any ideas or any uh, questions or insights you'd I, like to our know. ideas are yeah. that uh, get somebody on or whatever you might yeah. like to hear alright so thanks again for listening we'll sign off with the sun is burning so it's goodbye from me and goodbye from me Slam.
sinking low.